he come seeking adventure in salty old pirates, eh? Sure, you come to the proper place. It's the Hobgrass. Ahoy, matey. Hi, <laughs> everyone. That's Ahoy. My <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of On the Hobgrass. I forgot where I was for a minute. <laughs> I'm your captain for this episode, Mason Betterly, joined, as always, by me stalwart quartermaster. Arr. Or... Uh, first mate or what? They have a lot of terms for the second in in command. Actually, it's very you. fascinating. Uh, <laughs> Matt Arterberry is with us, folks. Say hello, Ahoy. Matthew. Ahoy. Ahoy! There we go. Yeah, you you got it. You got the spirit. A lot's do. gone on this week. A lot has gone on this. Week. So much. So much. Um, I'm tired. I'm genuinely tired because you know I put so much effort on like the weekends into getting my cue for like my tiktoks ready during the week yeah like all that and i feel like it's just been so much i'm just like and it's a lot of it's negative stuff so i <laughs> yeah I, I took a break for two days because i was just like ooh, woof um yeah. but genie plus mm-hmm. that happened that got that dropped which happen. we've been talking yeah we've been talking about that for a while now like it's on the horizon um i don't fully understand it still yeah so so matt can you talk to me like i'm talk to me like i'm a first grader yeah so yeah who enjoys navi river (laughs) so with genie so there's genie genie plus Mm -hmm. lightning lane and then paid or additional lightning lightning lane passes so there's like four different things to understand when it comes to this this new rollout obviously if you haven't heard yet fast pass plus and max pass are no longer going to be used at either disney world or disneyland respectively Mm -hmm. um and so my best explanation of genie plus is it's very close to max pass but before we talk about Genie Plus, I have to talk about what Genie is. So Genie is going to be an update, an extension. It's in the same app as My Disney Experience or the Disneyland app, depending on where you choose to visit. So with Genie, like standard Genie, standard, standard like I, I, I'm calling it like the standard. You're already tired, aren't you? Yeah, I know. I've been calling it like the standard <laughs> edition because um, it's not upgraded. It's just like. Everyone gets it. It's just kind of part of your park admission. Um, and with Genie, what you get basically is live tip boards um, on your app telling you what uh, crowd levels will be like at certain times of day. It's, it's essentially when you go to look up a restaurant on Google and it tells you like, the the trends about um, when the restaurant's mm-hmm. most busy or the business is most busy. So Genie's going to do that with the attractions. So it's going to tell you that at like noon, Big Thunder Mountain is going to be packed. But if you go a couple hours later at like three or four, like three o'clock, that's when ride times tend to be the lowest. So that's one feature of Genie Plus. 
Um, and when you first log into Genie, or that's, that's, that's part of Genie. And so when you first log into Genie, you're able to go in and tell them that you like to ride thrill rides or you like to ride classic attractions. You like to see wow. Mickey and friends, the princesses, whatever that might be, your likes, dislikes. It's kind of like a old BuzzFeed quiz in a way. And then that's going to give you recommendations based off that. So once you ping in for the day, uh, it's going to tell you that, okay, now you're in the, now you're in the park. Since you enjoy, um, you go to Magic Kingdom, says, since you enjoy Monsters, Inc., right now is the best time to go see, um, go watch Laugh Floor. So that's kind of how it's going to do that. It's going to do that throughout the whole day. Um, and it's going to say, hey, it's like, it's lunchtime and you're in, um, you're in Frontierland. Well, a good place to go get lunch is Pecos Bills because you said you like Mexican food. So it's going to do that for you. And then it gets, then it'll prompt you. You'll, you'll basically have like this screen that you can like click on Pecos Bills and then you can go order right from the app. Um, so instead of like searching around to find Pecos Bills or walking up to the tip board and scanning the QR code, it'll just give you the menu and the, and the mobile order right there because it knows you that you're in Frontierland. Um, so that's how Genie works. So it's basically, like, it's free for everyone to use this and um, there will also be um, additional tip board features where you can like view um, parade times, show times, things like that as well. And then also like a quicker view of current wait times. Okay. So my question is, if they're telling everybody, hey, listen, crowds are lowest at 3 p.m. for Thunder Mountain, as you say, yeah. wouldn't that mean everyone's going to go at 3 p.m.? So, yeah, so that's something I've, I've considered, too. And I think what is going to happen there is that it's going to feed this information to, like, a select group of people that have that interest so it's basically their way of doing further crowd control where FastPass sort of failed with that a little bit. Because that was obviously it was yeah. the perk of getting FastPass was that you got to get in the ride quicker, but it was also for them to control crowds. Mm -hmm. And this is for them to do that even further. Um, okay. Because I know crowd control has been a big problem. I, 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 I was... Last time I was down there in March, uh, it was most prevalent, I think, in... Um, Hollywood Studios, um, and I actually had a friend go down there recently, and they, you know, were experiencing the same thing. And I actually asked a cast member about it, and they said, "Well, all the shows are closed," yeah. and it really changed my perspective on, you know, just how popular and how helpful those shows are. Very much because they actually do so much crowd control. Uh, so you know, it's got like a so that's how you're like have a. You know, an extra room for you know a thousand. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you know, thousand a plus thousand, people yeah. at any time. Yeah, so you get them out of the you know main park and into these auditoriums mm -hmm. and stuff. So that really, I it really opened my eyes. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. it's going to be essential that pretty much the rides or the parks are at full capacity when they roll this out because if it's not, it's going to yeah. be even more of a mess than it potentially might be. I've been very positive on social media and, um, I was just on uh, park center for uh, another podcast and I was, mm -hmm. I was <laughs> one of the two people on the panel that was positive about it. Um, but that is why one mm -hmm. skepticism is if the parks aren't fully 
operational in terms of shows and things like that, it's going to be a tough yeah. time. Um, especially with the 50th starting up, they need to be have everything working and and operating and entertainment to be back at full force. Oh, full force. oh yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, so then that leads to what yeah. Genie Plus is. So this is the premier access style of Genie where in Disney World it's $15 per guest per day um, and then at Disneyland it's $20 per guest per day. The reason why it's five extra dollars these they're advertising that way is that you get um, uh, photo pass included. Um, Disney World you get some filters and um, these like they all, it also includes a like an audio tour. Like if you think about how like you go to a museum, you put the, your earbuds in and it'll like you like walk around and it tells you different things in the museum. They're offering that with Genie Plus as well. So if you want, yeah, really? it's it's a it's a it's a feature that people aren't talking about at all. But I thought it was kind of interesting, especially for um, that, new guests and even maybe some yeah. um, fun facts for the veterans. Um, and then you also get some social media filters and things like that too, um, that are associated with, with, um, photo pass. Um, but, but the majority okay. of your dollars really going to the genie plus and it's virtual queues. So what's going to happen is at 7 PM every day, you can book your first quote unquote fast pass, but, really, but they're calling it an entrance into the lightning lane. So you get a, a callback time. So say studios opens at eight that day and you got up early and you got, um, one of the early, um, lightning lanes to tower, you'll get a lightning lane pass for like eight thirty to get into what was once the fast pass queue, which is now the lightning lane. Um, and you get unlimited, okay lightning lane usage throughout the day. The one caveat, which leads to the next part of it, um, is that not all attractions will be included in the Genie Plus lightning lane pool. There will be a second tier of basically like lightning lane plus, I'm not sure how, what they're gonna call it, but basically rides that are not included with your lightning or with your Genie Plus that you can choose to purchase additional lightning link passes this is where the paid fast pass discussion starts um and each park will have two or three per day that will not be included into the stock genie plus pool but will be an additional uh, i've heard numbers bounce around from five to twenty dollars they've not really announced those prices yet but that's kind of the range they're talking about right now so um let's say okay. I'll, let's say during the slow season um, and it's probably based off of seasonal, but also popularity. Um, so staying in studios, Rise of the Resistance is not included in the Lightning Lane standard package with Genie Plus. It they still have you still have the availability to get into the the boarding group system at seven a.m. Boarding group, but if you yeah, don't okay. get into that, then you can purchase a additional lightning lane pass for it'll probably be twenty dollars to be honest i think it's where they'll probably keep it at for quite some time so if you don't have the quick fingers of the boarding group then you'll have to pay the additional twenty dollars to get into um rise of resistance at a later time of day um, but that won't affect mm. your 
I believe that won't affect your um, included lightning lane selection. So you basically have two lightning lanes at the beginning of the day if you choose to buy uh, Rise as well as, a, uh, let's say, a tower um, virtual queue. Okay. So what I want to know is why they went in on the genie imagery, but they didn't also go in on yeah, Lightning McQueen I, for the Lightning Lane. <laughs> this because it feels like it's just yeah. it's just the obvious choice. No, I I, I agree. That but, was that was uh, my one kind of a, I would yeah. say I was annoyed by it, but I was like kind of confused because I think it's because Paris has turned McQueen into their uh, I think they're calling it premier premier pass premier passes, which is their they're paid fast pass. Oh. So he is the mascot for that over there in Paris. I think that's why they, Oh, yeah. that's funny. I and didn't I'm not know sure that. why they, I'm sure this that. lightning has been in the, in the works. So I'm not sure why they didn't say, Hey Paris, we actually yep. need that for our lightning lane. It's actually in the name lightning. You can pick out someone else. Like, I don't know. Um, I don't know who they'd pick. Yeah. Just put Mickey there. Yeah. Just put Mickey in it. Concierge Mickey or something like that. Or, or Ratatouille, yeah. You know, getting the getting yeah. the fast lane, do the rat race. Yeah, I don't that, know. that probably something like that. Just because the meets the big thing over there. <laughs> um, so yeah. that is kind of the the general overview of it. Wow. Um, so it's fifteen dollars per day for Genie Plus, and then you pay for any additional fast passes that you want or mm-hmm. lightning lane passes that you want. I mean, I would, I would. I'm not negative on it. Um, I, I don't think I would get it every day, but I think I might get it. You know, one day when there's some, some rides I might want to get the most out of. Maybe on yeah. my Magic Kingdom day. Maybe you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's. I think it's. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely. Yeah, worthwhile, I, I think it's know? vital in Magic Kingdom because there's so much to do. And then studios, there's so little to do mm-hmm. that you need that additional leg up on other guests, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Those are the two. And and, and, and maybe even, yeah. I think it's it's helpful at all the parks ultimately because it's even more oh, yeah. helpful in Epcot because then you can spend more time drinking and eating and not in line for Frozen or whatever you want to ride. Um. <laughs> uh, and so. Yeah. I've seen so much negativity about this. I think it, it's now the most disliked video on the Disney Parks YouTube page at this point. I think it's like they got they got ratioed. It's like ninety percent is is negative. It's like at this point, like fifteen thousand wow. dislikes or something like that, something crazy like that for them. Um, and crazy. It's very the negativity for me is very frustrating. Because there's been so many social media influencers out there that have been very mm-hmm. negative about it. And I think their negativity is to be part of the negativity crowd and following trends. I think that's part of it. Because for a lot of them, let's be honest, they, they'll they probably get some free Genie Pluses at the beginning of this service and as like a test group. So they're, they're going to get this for free, I'm sure for a little bit. I, I I don't. I don't think it should be public knowledge. I think that would be a huge social, like a huge PR snafu. But um, I, I, I just struggle with some mm-hmm. people being angry about that. When you see, I was, I was on TikTok shortly or like that that evening when it got announced, and I saw some people uh, that I don't necessarily follow, but I'm part of 
Diz Talk. So I get, I get all the Disney influencers in their videos um, on my For You page. And oh, yeah. one of them oh, went yeah. live. And she was just going on and on about it. it's price gouging and it's terrible for guests and things like that. But then she's, she's sitting in front of a wall of like every pair of Mickey ears ever made. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, if you're really concerned about price gouging and Disney taking your money too often, then like, for at one point I was like, I was I was on the show the other night and I was like, people need to stop going. If they're this angry, then stop going and also stop buying every piece of merch because if you really hated Bob Chapek so much and I don't like him either, yeah. but if you really hated him and stick it to him, then like, don't buy every drop because what the what the trend of most Disney adults now is like, you need to buy everything and. And you're telling Disney that you're willing to pay for all of this um, is is part of it to me. Yeah. Um, but two, I think the a lot of negativity and a lot of the Disney influencers are annual pass holders. And I think this really hurts annual pass holder. I'm not I'm not going to disagree with that. I think it's definitely negative for the annual pass holder because that's additional fifteen dollars they're paying every time. And they might go two hundred times a year. Who knows how many times they go? But they're going like every other day or a couple times a week. So that that is a that is a significant amount of times you got to pay for this. But on the other hand, I think it's very positive for the vacationer, the once a year guest, the every other year guest because this gives you more of an opportunity to ride more rides and wait in lines less and makes makes your trip a little bit more enjoyable. Um and as a parent, I know that I'm going to love the idea of not having to wait in queues all day. Because my kids hate the cues. Well, th- th- there's there's certain there's certain uh, yeah. theme cues they enjoy, but it, it it's to a point where they get tired of waiting in line and like, hey, I just want to go ride X, Y, or Z. I want to go see Pooh. I want to go um, see Mickey or the Dwarves or whatever it might be. Um, and yeah. thirdly, I think many people had this kind of rose tinted view of Fast Pass. Mm-hmm. Where I really don't think Fast Pass was that great. You got maybe one good Fast Pass each day, and the other two were just shite. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, sure, like, if if I was one <laughs> lucky yeah. few people that got up at the five a.m. or whatever it is and got a Dwarves Fast Pass, but the the other my other two Fast Passes are the Teacups and and Speedway. Like, that's just it. It it was like, yay, I got. I got dwarves but then the other two are just garbage it yeah yeah, it didn't work um it didn't work so you know for that i'm glad that they're adjusting course um yeah and i think i think the like it's the thing now in the community to just complain and complain about stuff but nothing you know but like oh yeah uh, you know fill out the money i'm like if you don't like it don't get it. Yeah. I, I'm indifferent with this one, honestly. I'm, I, you know, I, 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 I mm-hmm. fast pass has always caused issues. That's that's the bottom line of it. So maybe adjusting this is going to help yeah. assuage some of those problems. Uh, and you know, I, I'm optimistic that it does. Um, but you know, I, again, we have to wait and see with this. And it, you know, there's just. Yeah. too many other things right now yeah. to be worried about um so genie plus yeah is a is a big thing uh but again you know i i'm i'm open yeah. to them trying to change the format for yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, well, and, and so. it, yeah, and real quick, yeah. I don't want to keep talking about Genie Plus. We got, we got more experience. fun things to talk about. But um, in my experience, being there in July, <laughs> it was one of the busy. It was like I was, I was at the beginning of the busy season, in the midst of the busy season, and mm-hmm. the yeah. wait times listed were probably double what I actually experienced. Um, just because I think they hadn't calibrated the wait time formula or whatever for not including fast pass. So the wait time was posted for, let me think of one of them. Um, let's just, let's just say, what do I, what do I even ride? Let's say, say poo. Let's just say poo. Uh, the wait time was like 30 minutes and it was listed 30 minutes, but my wait time was like 10, 15. Um, so my, my whole thing has been is if either don't bring fast pass back at all or bring this in because like I'll I'll pay for the virtual queues, not wait in line. I'm gonna be honest. And um, looking back at when like the my son's birthday was where, on our last days in studios, and fortunately we got a fast pass via the um, height requirement um, that like you can get like a like a height pass. Yeah. And if we yeah, did yeah, that, we would have waited in line 90 minutes. That, yeah. And that would been like the rest of our evening in studios was waiting this line. Mm-hmm. In that moment, if I was, if this say that's, this is like a year or two ahead of time or like in the future, and I was able to pop in and buy a $15 fast pass for Slinky Dog, in that moment, I would have bought it. And I, I would have not felt bad. It, to me, it's like either buy my son a wishable or buy my son. Uh, an experience. So I think a part of it's be- measuring if you want to buy merch experience. Yeah. The, the, the $10 bottle of water, like it's just, you just got to start being more conscious about how you spend your money. Um, and, and obviously there's certain people that go to the parks that like money is an object. It's just whatever. But those of you that, those people that do are a little more conscious than it's just, you have, you got to figure out, you know, wait in line. Do you want to go buy a, ch- a tchotchke? They'll sit in your, in your desk drawer for 10 years. So it's just, it's, yeah. No, I, I, I love my tchotchkes. I love my tchotchkes. Tchotchke. Um, yeah. yeah. I do too. I'm a tchotchke kind of guy. Um, but yeah, I, no, I, I definitely agree. And, uh, you know, a lot of these people that are complaining are the same people who are dropping, you know, yeah. uh, quite a bit of money going yeah. around World Showcase, you yeah. know, on yeah. drinks I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, and, yeah. and food. So, yeah. You, you know, keep yeah. things in perspective here, people. It's fifteen bucks, especially there. That's like that's like a yeah. nice, not no, even exactly. It's like yeah. a, a hamburger. If you're gonna play with anything, like, so yeah. like, and, and same thing about the whole like so drama not... community as well, or like, the negativity community. Like, there's some people that like complained about Mickey and Minnie's being replacing Great Movie Ride, but there are also the same people that like collect every wishable and still bought the Mickey and Minnie's run, Runaway Rail run, Runaway Railway wishable set and like buy like 50 of them to get the whole set so it's like come on like speak really i think i think they need i think they need to well wait a minute let's just let's let's just get serious here for a minute hey folks out there listening you can miss the great movie ride but also like mickey and minnie's it's a quick it's a secret it's a secret so keep it keep it hush but you can you can like both. Yeah. And I think that's something. I was one of those that was <laughs> that's like, karma. I, okay, so I'm be real candid here. Great movie ride. Looking back on it, 
great. Mm-hmm. Did I write it every time I went to studios? Yeah. No, because I thought it was kind of boring. To be honest, it was kind of boring. The animatronics did not age well. And no, that's true. Writing that, it, that I wrote true. it like I think it twice. In Ju- I was in there in July. My son loved it. I and and I loved it because he loved it. And it was like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. I, I yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I, I, I think there's a, there's a great discussion that needs to be had yeah, in the community okay. about <laughs> the keeping the integrity of the parks, but also remembering that this is also a place for families. Um, and this is like a whole like 45 minute episode because I have, I have a lot of thoughts on this and I've like basically written like a, a, a philosophy paper on it in my head um, about it. But but we can we can move on. But I agree. You can you you can you can miss and enjoy both. Yeah. No, no, yeah, you you definitely can, and I I feel like this is uh, yeah, <laughs> this just be a current event episode at this point because I, there's there is so much that. going maybe on. Maybe we you do, that. do that. Yeah, yeah, I think we do that. <laughs> Welcome to our current event episode. We're gonna re-record the opening. <laughs> so then, also, um, uh, um. I think it was yesterday. Uh, we did get our second piece of um, Princess and the Frog ride uh, art, which I'm excited about. It looks it looks great. Um, it's been over a know, year. It's been a while since we got any news on it, so we'll take it. Yeah, um, and all you know, this is a very obviously this is a very delicate topic. So all I'm gonna say is I just want this to get the love of it and respect it deserves. No, I I, and, I wholeheartedly you know, agree. Um, and I wholeheartedly agree. I so, I think it's really that's, beautiful that's that they went and visited the restaurant, and I'm not sure if the woman is still alive or if she's now mm-hmm. passed. That inspired Tiana. They inspired the the imagery and story of Tiana. I think that's a very positive thing. I think they're doing some really great due diligence uh, in preparation of this ride. Um, those of you who don't know, Splash Mountain is my favorite ride in Disney history. Um, and so it's been really difficult to see all this go down. And my one, my one thing is if you're going to, if you're going to replace my ride, then do it well. Um, unfortunately there's been a lot of rumors that Disney management is not giving them what they need to do this ride. Well, so that's my one concern is if you can do it do it well. Um, but I think the, the, the Imagineers behind this retheme are well, are very, well-intentioned and are very passionate about this and i hope that disney management recognizes that and lets them do what they mm-hmm. need to do to make it a good ride yeah yeah absolutely absolutely but so that was yesterday yeah. day here where we are on the on the you know eastern Ooh, standard time. i'm so excited to talk about this last night Cha-ching. Yes. We got a Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. So, and that ties it. It's not yeah. Disney exact. It's Marvel, yes. but it's, you know, it's kind of, it's under the Very umbrella, so. even though it's with Sony. Yes. Yes. And we're both excited about it. So let's talk about it. <laughs> so <laughs> this leaked. It leaked um, the night before. Yeah. Uh, an unfinished version of it. An unfinished version of it. Um, cause there were still effects that weren't done. Whoever, <laughs> I saw someone comment on Twitter. They said, it's funny, uh, a VFX person leaks 
all the Spider-Man information. <laughs> Isn't that how the last movie ended? That's good. So I, I chuckled at that. <laughs> that made me laugh. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we, you know, um, I, I was a bad boy. I caught, I caught it and then I screen capped yeah. it cause I didn't, I, yes. I was sure it was going to disappear soon. And I sent it over to you. Then the actual yeah. thing comes out and it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, you know, with yeah. obviously completed shots and all, all well, that, it, what it, have it, you. It, yeah. It's, um, it's funny. The leaks wow. are kind of like, so there's a lot going on because... there. Um, the day prior, I read an article like giving like a synopsis of mm -hmm. the trailer, and then the next day, you're like, "Hey, I have the trailer." And I said, "Okay, let me see it," and it was the exact mm -hmm. same. And I was like, "Holy cow, this is it!" And, and like, I'm kind of like yeah. sad I saw the unfinished version because like the finished version is so yeah. good. Um, but obviously, I, I was too excited. I was too excited, excited not to watch it. That was also part of it for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm excited about the film. Don't get me wrong. I'm incredibly excited about it. But I was talking with my friends today, and you know, they said they, one of them was talking about he's you know he feels a little sad because he's going to get shortchanged because we're going to be um, seeing. And mm -hmm. spoiler alert, I guess. I mean, everybody's been talking about it, but spoiler alert. Um, mm -hmm. Apparently, you know, uh, Alfred Molina is coming back to reprise his role from Spider-Man 2 uh, as Dr. Octopus. You're going to have Willem Dafoe coming back as Green Goblin uh, and mm -hmm. Jamie Foxx coming back as um, Electro. And mm -hmm. possibly and possibly yeah. also Lizard and Sandman yeah, is what the rumors exactly. are saying now. So they're kind of trying to put together like a Sinister Six situation. Um, and it all comes from, of course, in the in the trailer, it looks like uh, everyone knows, you know, from the end of the last film, everyone knows Peter Parker's Spider-Man. And uh, mm -hmm. so he's, he goes to Doctor Strange, which I think is a great setup um, to see if he, he can do a spell to make everybody forget yeah. that he's Spider-Man, which is which does come from the yeah. comics that did happen. I think Mephisto was involved. So there everyone's going down the you know, jumping on the Mephisto train again. Um, but, uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. so then it kind of, there's an accident during the spell, I think is what it looks like. And all these villains from the multiverse kind of converge on him. Um, and I think, uh, but yeah, they feel, you know, they feel kind of bummed out because, you know, you do have all these reprisals, which is very exciting. Um, you oh, know, yeah, my, my favorite. You know, a lot of my friends are fans of the original Raimi films. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think I'm probably going to watch Spider-Man two some point this week, just because I'm so hyped up on it. Um, but you know, they, they're a little bummed out cause they're like, well, they're going to do these now. That probably means we're not going to get direct mm. MC or MCU original versions of these characters now, which I mean, I, we could be wrong, but again, if they're going to, if they're doing them now, they're not mm. going to want to bring in another version and kind of rehash and re you know repeat that. So I'm a little bummed out because yeah, we're never going to we're probably not ever going to get an original MCU Doctor Octopus or uh, Green Goblin. I mean, yeah. I hope not because Norman Osborn is such a huge character throughout Marvel, like the Marvel universe, and does a yeah. lot more than just the Green Goblin. Um, 
but you know that is that is um, one thing I'm. I'm I don't know if I necessarily have that you know, same more changed. Um, and and I think that's not unfounded. I think that's definitely worry to have is that we won't get that. But I think they are leaning so much mm-hmm. into this multiverse variant um, storytelling and the this theme right now that I think we still might get um, their variants or their at least yeah. like MCU um, versions. I don't think it's guaranteed, um, but it's 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 a, it's a possibility, mm-hmm. and I'm really curious how much longer we'll have Tom Holland Spider-Man um, in this in this in this in this universe because obviously they yeah. all these actors come and go and um, mm-hmm. we, we we we've had we had um, 10 years of um, Captain America and 10 years of Tony Stark and things like that um, and they've since passed the torch so I think um, I'm yeah. happy to see Tom Holland Spider-Man. I think not Andrew Garfield. Um, the Raimi, um, Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, to me, is my Spider-Man. Um, to me, is Toby who Maguire, I, when yeah. I think of Spider-Man, that's who I think of. And I think oh, yeah. Tom Holland's done such a great job at being kind of more of a comic accurate style of Spider-Man. Um, so I really appreciate that. And um, Obviously, being a little more over the top as part of this MCU version, mm-hmm. um, but I th- I'm very happy that we're finally having this melding of these, really all three universes, and kind of being this like love child of all, especially all of us like '90s kids, uh, early 2000s kids, um, now finally seeing our beloved characters and villains come into um, the fray in this modern modern retelling of of. Uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, so I, I and I'm not upset about it, yeah. and um, I'm I'm all but I'm all but excited yeah. because um, I know that Tom Holland's time is finite, and if he gets one or two more films, um, I still think there's some really great villains that we can see him face um, in the future. And, and and for me, it'd be hard to have him cast another Doc Ock or another Green Goblin. For me, it's like it, it'd be hard to see them recast those roles, and I'm not mm-hmm. like saying that they can't, but I think those actors are so quintessential to those characters at this point for me, uh, because we, we we haven't seen a newer version anyway. So it's not like I can like say like version two was bad, but I hope version three is good. Like the third actor is good. Like these are the only characters in recent history that have played these roles outside of. Um, animation. So that's my excitement is that we get to see Willem Dafoe don that suit again. Uh, we get to see Alvin Merlina put on those um, tentacles again. Um, yeah, but but at the on the flip side of that, you have such like for for example, you know, with let's say Joker, you have such a great history and tapestry of these characters or of, of him being portrayed sure. by different actors throughout history. You have Cesar Romero, you have uh, Heath Ledger, obviously Jack Nicholson, you have um, Joaquin Phoenix, and they all bring something different, and they're all on their own. There's only one that's being, yeah. like, universally hated. Um, and, you know, they're not... They all have different things that sure. 
to bring to the table and i and i feel like you could do that with you you should be able to do that with these with these um these characters and i you know i understand you want a fan service and and i'm not knocking the yeah. plan for this film um i i very much would love to see uh that but i uh, you know a multiversal thing where you have a bunch of different versions it was i mean i you know you could argue that many people would and have argued that uh into the spider-verse yeah. is the like the best uh spider-man movie because of just so much that it tackles and so you know the themes and the, the no themes, yeah it's just a love letter to the the brand the franchise you know but um you're absolutely right i do think um i i have this kind of gut feeling that this is going to and his uh, and mm-hmm. and uh, Tom Holland's time in hmm. the MCU. However, I don't think he's done playing Spider-Man. I think this is going to allow him to bow out of the MCU uh, hmm. and kind of make it so he's sort of dead to the MCU. Um, and but then he's going to be out doing his, you know his journey is going to continue because for the last several films. Um, related to the property that that they that uh, Sony's put out, it's all very much in different universes and stuff. And this whole concept of multiversal travel yeah. now and different universes is very a it's very in vogue, but it's just it's everywhere. So I think we're going to see a lot of that. I think it would be would be cool if you know through some sort of deal that they that Disney worked out with Sony is if okay you can have peter parker do whatever you want with him do you know have bring every single one of them back and continue their stories in different multiverses whatever but now that peter is dead sure to the mcu let's you know let's bring no Miles yeah Morales and, in yeah that, that's kind of Spider-Man. kind of yeah yeah you know, he, no, I, I think that's sandbox. kind of what i'm hinting at we is want that, with him. you um, can do what you want with peter well for one i think i would love to see one more spidey film where there's a Spidey Venom crossover. I think that's kind of the icing on the cake. Um, mm-hmm. We could have cement Tom Holland's Spider-Man as kind of the most complete um, rendition because he is part of the Avengers. He is facing yeah. all these classic villains. Um, he, br- he brought Mephisto, or not Mephisto, Mysterio into um, the c- cinematic universe um, and then finally melding... <laughs> um, at least Venom, maybe Carnage, depending on how that movie turns out, um, into his kind of um, cast of, uh, of villains mm-hmm. that he's faced. And I, I think it's interesting, too, that looking at the yeah. history of at least the modern Spider-Man, well, actually, the only Spider-Man movies um, from early 2000s to now, is there's never been overlap in, in villains, villain portrayals. Each movie's had their own mm-hmm. unique villain, and it hasn't been repeated in other other movies. Uh, well, you do have you do have. Well, wait a minute. Do you mean do you mean like the actor died and you know that that in that fran- in that storyline he never came back? Well, yeah. Or do yeah, you mean yeah, like, like so this character didn't show up in this series or something like that? Well, you had Green Goblin. You had Green oh, Goblin that's right. Both the um, uh, yeah, that Maguire one. So he's so forgettable. The, 
I Andrew totally Garfield ones. That. You're right. That. Yeah. And yeah, well, he well because he he never had the full goblin. I'm sorry, outfit. that was, he really was more mean. of a hobgoblin than a goblin. I just, I just never thought he was a good uh, actor. But but so like, barring him, yeah, you had Goblin in yeah. Spidey One, Ock in Spidey Two, and you had Venom and Sandman, and then mm-hmm. in the Andrew Garfield you had um, Lizard. Um, that was that was amazing. In Rhino, yeah. Um, in Electro. The Rhino. And then now you have... Um, An Electro. Mysterio. Yeah. And Vulture. You actually got... Mm. You had Vulture. Uh, you had Shocker. Yeah. And you yeah. had... So, like, it, it's... It, I think it's really neat that they kind of so set this up. I think there's... Quite a bit there. I don't know if there's the original tension when they went around and... To pick the villains for these new these all these movies, but it's worked out really really nicely now that Tom Holland now he's entering this, the multiverse. He can pull from any of those villains, and I think that's gonna be the real nice culmination of of this next movie. I think they I hope they handled it well. Um, so uh, I I, I want to throw this fan theory, this um, casting theory that I've heard I just heard today that we might not see Willem Dafoe's. Green Goblin, mm-hmm. well, we might see, or we might see him as like a really mentor to uh, Ned. Ned, right? Ned is Ned is Peter's friend, right? Yeah. Um, so okay. in the comics, at one point, Ned was Hobgoblin, uh-huh. and he was. Uh, mentored by, I believe, Hobgoblin. Green Goblin at that point, um, or or one of like the or or one of the Green Goblin variants, because um, like there's like there's all these different Comic goblins. Um, so he's mentored. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Exactly. Well, and there were a bunch of different. And so he was mentored by them. And the reason that's gotten Roderick traction Kingsley as well is that the and... actor. Like yeah, lost so. like a hundred pounds um, prior to shooting this movie, and so they're thinking that he slimmed down to uh-huh. be a variant or a multiverse version of Ned, who is a hobgoblin, and that Willem Dafoe is his like mentor. I don't know because you, I mean, you hear. A, the, no, yeah. the pumpkin bomb that goes rolling on that bridge is like is dead yeah. on the Raimi verse, pumpkin, and then you hear his his sure. laugh. So I mean, I'd believe it if that was where it was going, but just the evidence that's been presented, I don't, uh, I don't know, and I don't even know if this is going to be yeah. spot on those characters from their. Respective universes because you know they could yeah, be variant because we learned in Loki, you know, you can be a variant and look no, exactly yeah, but, the same, yeah. but you're different, or you can look completely no, yeah. different. And, and, but you I, but so I think you're right, I think those could, pumpkin bombs are you know, very telling could be, of uh, could where be that, going with, you know? with Hobgoblin or with Goblin, uh, with Green Goblin. So I've seen a lot of speculation about 
is it going to be the Sinister Six yeah. and who's going to be in there? Obviously, we know the, the the main three have been sort of confirmed as Willem Dafoe, uh, Andrew Molina, and um, Andrew Molina, um, Alfred Molina, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Jamie Foxx's Electro. Alfred. <laughs> um, and so, who are you hoping to see as like the other three? Because I think today I heard yeah. that. Uh, like you said, Lizard and Sandman have been thrown around just based off some imagery in the movie or imagery in, in the like, the blurry backgrounds of the trailer. Um, who are you hoping if they do go the Sinister Six mm-hmm. route, Sinister Six route, as that like sixth individual? Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, I've never I've never understood the concept of lizard being a part of a team um lizard has no place Mm -hmm. on a team because he's an animal he's just he's he's got an animalistic drive uh typically and he doesn't even when he Mm -hmm. is more sentient and cognizant he doesn't care about humans he doesn't care about working alongside humans yeah um so i've never been a big i've honestly i've never just i've never been a big Mm -hmm. fan of lizard uh, he yeah. was okay on the 90s animated series, but everything was perfect about the animated series in the 90s. Don't at me. Um, but honestly, quick, really quick sidebar. Uh, mm-hmm. So many things that we love come from that that series because it was like the first, uh, the finale of that film. It was like a multi-episode arc. Um, connected, it brought yeah. together all of these properties for the first time in the secret wars storyline that they did and the final thing was the very first time you ever had mm-hmm. a spider verse because it brought together all these different spider spider men from different dimensions so you know it and honestly a lot of those became their own things later on so anyways um my ideal two more uh people in sinister six is sure um, because because I would cut out I would cut out um, lizard, but so you have Ock, you have Electro, you have Goblin. I'm gonna uh, I'll okay I'll say I'll say Sandman. <laughs> sure. Um, I'm I'm at a point where I don't believe anybody until I literally see them or hear their voice, and I'm like okay then yeah. all right I believe uh, so because I'm still yeah I'm not touching the whole Tobey Maguire thing yet. Um, I want it, but I don't I don't want to believe it yet. So two more. I really, um, I would love us to get Scorpion finally, because yeah. they 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 had him. You know, Matt Gargan was there, uh, and then they never really did anything with him. And I would like, okay, let's actually get him now, uh, because so that way you'll have you know, you could have two, um, you know, you'd have a Raimi. The perfect combination would be Raimi verse Ock and Goblin. Then you'd have the Andrew Garfield, um, yeah. Electro, and I guess Lizard in that case, but then two from the Marvel Universe. I feel like that would be the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, the wow. ba- the kicker would be if it was all Mysterio and it's just he's been surrounding Peter for the last year with the drones. Yeah. And he's just completely bonkers out of his mind now. But... um. But I, I want Mysterio back in the worst way. I oh, want yeah. him to continue on. Amazing. Mysterio has been <laughs> my favorite comic book villain since I was a little kid. Yeah. I have no idea why. But uh, 
but yeah, and I loved his portrayal in um, in in Far From Home. So I yeah, I definitely want Mysterio to come back. So Mysterio, uh, Scorpion, um, Doc Ock, Goblin, um, uh, Sandman, and Electro. But again, I, I've never really, I've never even really felt like uh, yeah. Goblin is a good Sinister Six member because he's so yeah. self-sufficient <laughs> and a little crazy as it is. But obviously, this is that's definitely going to happen. So I'm not disputing it. I just that's my personal feeling. Um, but yeah, yeah. <sighs> I so, have such a love uh, for Michael Keaton. I definitely am excited to see. I would who, love who for him you, to find a, find a way that his culture comes back um, because I think. That Vulture storyline was of course. made Homecoming so good. It made Homecoming good. Um, mm-hmm. I think Homecoming has its definitely has its faults, but I think um, his portrayal of Vulture and yep. his motivations and things like that are are great. I think he, if they could find a way to bring him back from the dead, um, I think that'd be really great. Uh, because is he alive still? Oh, that's right. That's right. I in my head I was playing He's back alive? that movie. And I and I swapped. Yeah, he the went to prison. Of um, the way that yeah. Green Goblin found his end at that movie, I was, in my in, in my head, one of the wings came off and like came came through and got him from the back. But you're right. Oh he's in no! Jail. You're right. <laughs> um, but I, I would love to see him break out of jail or something, um, or who knows how far in the timeline yeah. they're going to go because the 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 preface of the movie is that he's well, it's it's unclear. Is is it? Is he want? Does he want Strange to bring him back in time to the point before Mysterio added him, or is he want to do like a mind wipe thing? That's kind of my confusion. Mm-mm. No, because they can't do yeah. they can't do time travel because they've already done that, and besides, yeah. they've already shown that that's very sticky. Um, so he's just trying to get everybody yeah. to forget. So and that's another thing. Is does that mean yeah. Strange is gonna forget as well? So all of a sudden he's like, "What are you doing here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are you?" Yeah. Um, yeah. So or like, do they have a falling out because of this? Uh, you know, because of the accident mm-hmm. it causes, or you know, or even is is that's that the same point. Doctor Strange we see throughout the film? Um, is it you know multiversal versions of him? So you know, it could be no. You know, no. it could be anything. At this rate, no, I'm, I'm not that, considering anything uh, impossible point. here. I think, I think that would um, be really cool. You if, know, so or add just I, another wrench into the system of yeah, um, yeah. If he just forgot who Peter so, was, that'd be really interesting. Um, yeah, I think that was mm-hmm. they, like, that was interesting. Yeah, so it's uh, even we more of a in the trailer. More we know he's going to be in Shang Chi. Because Wong can't help; he's um, over helping Shang Chi. Yeah, I certainly hope so. Um, so I think. So do you think it would be? Do you think Andrew point, and Toby are going to show up? Obviously, fans can't completely control the movie, but I think it'd be very disappointing for a lot of fans that they don't show up. And for 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 me, it kind of cements they have to show up now because their villains are now in this movie. So it, to me, it just yeah cements the idea that they are going to show up. Um, well, how about you? Are, are you? Yeah. 
So I want them. I want them to show up. Do I am uh, I'm, am I allowing myself to believe it yet? No, but I did see this yeah. list that leaked of quotes from the set or the set, the movie, um, the set of the movie. That I think that's where the connection. No, uh, leaked um, li- lines, mm. and one of them is uh, actually was said in the trailer. It was wild. Um, Wong talking to Strange. He said, "Don't do it. It's too dangerous." I'm listening by the about way the, about the spell. So that lends a bit of Keep credence. Um, a lot of the lines were callbacks. Um, no, I no, you're good. So the lines were, um, you know, a, a lot oh, of them yeah. were, you know, things from from the, uh, prior movies, <laughs> like it's a bitsy spider walk, you know, walked up the water spout down came the goblin. Yeah. Um, but one of them is Peter, uh, Toby Peter, talking to Tom Holland I'm crying. Peter, saying, never forget this. With great power comes great responsibility. And uh. if that, if he, if, if Toby dies in this film, and as he's dying, he's the one that gives Tom. No, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm bawling. As corny as I'm it bawling. is. I'm I don't. I don't know if I'm going to be able to hold it together because, and it's a complete oh bias. Gosh. It's a complete bias, and it is a hundred percent corny, and you know it, it, it no. can be a little hacky. But it's but I I will not as a kid who as a I'm, kid I'm, I'm sitting here about like crime like just I hearing won't be it. able to keep myself together because that's wow gonna kill me inside. Um, yeah, so. And I, but I think it would be such a different backstory and such a different that's such a different Spider-Man because yeah if he's hurt by the loss of Uncle Ben yeah all that but then if you have someone who gives him that yeah yeah it, oh my from gosh a version of I hope that happens who got and, it together and, and, and so that that right. kind of you plays know, off of a thought I had about how I want to see Tom people. Holland Spider-Man that's so and different is that I think I want another movie like I said another movie where he sees where he meets Venom and they do their thing. Um, although I, I struggle with Venom being a villain now because he's become kind of a good guy and in his own universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I heard a pitch, I heard a pitch Mm -hmm. for it, for the Venom films being in the Andrew Garfield universe. And that was actually really cool. But, um, but, but as I was, as I was so, saying, I'd like to see like a way kind that, of explains that a whole maybe they team up and him, but... fight Carnage yeah, or one really, of these other symbiotes. So, that'd be kind of cool. Um, and then there'd be a, a split film, a transition film, yeah. where they bring Miles Absolutely. in. Absolutely. And I think if that scene happens with him and Toby, that will give him that kind of mm-hmm. paternal... Yeah. Spider-Man mentor um, mentality that he, it, with a mindset that that him as he's not only he's not he's not just Spider-Man like Spider-Man is a symbol and it's a mantle that's meant to be passed down. Um, whereas I think now he just sees himself as he is Spider-Man and then once he's gone he's gone. But to recognize that there's a mm-hmm. mantle to be passed down because there's so much. Um, responsibility um, behind that um, 
the red and black, the red and blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, I, I think, and it, it could even, a possible idea is even that if Toby does show up oh. and dies, what if he just Whoa. goes back into that yeah. universe? So he, he imagine takes, you know, his place as Spider-Man there. That's an uh, idea. Uh, yeah, um, even, um, yeah you know? um, imagine, like, everyone's thinking that and they're going to get So then you go back into the range. Spider-Man that Tom you know? Holland's going to be here. That'd be as, like, crazy. The new, you know, the that new would, Tony that'd be Stark insane. and everything like that. And this film was like, okay, he's done. He's he's left the building. He's left the universe. People would be not like I. I'm sitting here crying. Be, but then you have the void. You have that universe now, where yeah. if if Miles Morales is in the MCU, he could be like, well, I gotta, you know, I'll I'll step up. Yeah, fill the void. Or you could have, you know, my friend and I were talking about, like, okay, well, you even had the Prowler got, get set up sure. in Homecoming. What if Prowler is, you know, uh, filling yeah. the void and gets corrupted and everything, and now his nephew is Miles and has to, you know, step up. And there's, we, you know, my friend and I, we talked that this whole potential sideline story of, you know, during, during the blip, he gets his powers, like, right before everyone gets snapped back. And, yeah, so... You, again, it could lead to a lot of different things, but then yeah, that'd be really cool. Like everyone's picking on him for being Spider-Man. Okay, well, or uh, excuse me, Iron Man Junior. Let's rip Crazy. him out of there. All right, here you don't like that. Let's rip everything away from him. Yeah, and put him back in this universe. And crazy. see how you like that. And Ooh. what's that going to do to that character now that he's had? Imagine. Oh my gosh. And has oh no way home. Gosh. So, no way home. Well, and the funny thing is, in Spider-Man Two, they were trying in that scene. They're trying to name Doc Doc Ock. They that's say so Doctor Strange. I love. Oh, it. that's good. It. But it's taken. That'd be so fun. Maybe because he's in that universe too. There is. Um, it, I don't know. We're wrapping up here, but what what is your thoughts? It's part oh, of the Marvel so much discussion. to talk about. So much. What to is think your about. thoughts of the first two? Anyways. <laughs> uh, weeks of what if because I know we're hitting we're getting another episode tomorrow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Dog. <laughs> um, I've really enjoyed. Yeah, my dog is like the show's over. The show's over. Time to time to give me treats. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I watched the first two episodes. I did not really care for Captain Carter. Uh, the character's cool. The, the character's cool, but yeah, um, yeah. I uh, I didn't really. It was just pretty much beat for beat. Uh, First Avenger with some things swapped out. Yeah. So I I didn't care too much for the plot. I would love to see more of Captain Carter. Very good. Uh, like in her own original adventures, but you know, but mm. I loved the T'Challa Star episode. Way. That was it. It yeah. meant a lot. It meant a lot because it was Chadwick's. Probably his last appearance. Um, I think he might be popping up later on. Yeah, um, but it was yeah. just a good episode. It was. It really went all the way with the different, you know, different changes and one thing changing everything. Yeah. Um, 
and you know it's fun it's a at the end of the day it's a cartoon it's fan service yeah. and you know it, it just it's a, it's its own thing so it's yeah, not like well, it's going to change yeah, the universe I, I would say forever that. I or think stuff like that i yeah, um, i would love to see but uh yeah Peggy so, Carter, captain carter in her own show, I'd love to see her live action. Honestly, I think it'd be really neat to see her live action. Um, I know there's been talks about how, because technically mm-hmm. this is canon in this MCU, and that that yeah. Watu the Watcher might p- come up yeah. in Multiverse of Madness. He might show up there potentially, which I think would be really, really, it'd be really awesome to see those those two cross over like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't hear that. That's, well. That's, yeah. Oh yeah, and they're saying Ca- Captain Carter might show up in Multiverse of Madness. Like they're very serious about about bringing yeah. these multiversal characters in. Um, but you know, again, they're exactly. kind of they're exactly, confined yeah. to their own c- continuity and everything. Yes, they yeah. they are canon in the yeah, sense of it, yeah. these are different little yeah, which they can do because of timeline the multiverse set off from thing, Loki, uh, but they don't take place in about about about, the, know, about the a multiverse. Which can be frustrating about a multiverse timeline. is that not everything is canon within that timeline, but it's canon within the, the yeah. entire multiverse of Marvel. Um, but yeah, I I I did find it a little frustrating that. The Captain Carter episode was basically a beat for beat, uh, first Avenger. But I think it was yeah. intentional in a way because it was basically priming the viewers' gears of like this is what it means to be in the multiverse. That like something yeah. can be very much the same, just a slight difference, a slight person takes a different role. And then they went kind of full bore into it with T'Challa's episode, um, and so like they went like full on like everything changes. Um, yeah. So I, I, I thought it was, that yes, was a lot of fun. exactly. I'm, I've been really enjoying it. We're getting a Loki episode slash yeah, uh, yeah. Scarlet. So or, not Scarlet Johansson, Black Widow episode tomorrow. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I'm excited about all of it. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm excited to be surprised and just. Because I have no idea what after other than sure. I think um, you know the two episodes we already got and the episode yeah. uh, the zombie episode. Yeah. Other than those three <laughs> plot ones, no, yeah. I have no idea what the other episodes are going to be about. And I like that. I like not knowing for once. Um, so yeah, and it, and it's crazy how it's crazy how looking back now we have you know. One like how one show Loki basically made, you know, twenty sure. twenty plus third now like almost thirty plus years of Marvel films <laughs> all canon because it technically yeah. makes everything from yeah. Endgame to uh, X Men two thousand to Definitely. Blade to it's, Howard yeah, the Duck it's, it's, the, it's, like the movie being a Marvel fan is a fun um, thing to be you know it makes uh, it all canon. I, I was, I was in the first and foremost a Star Wars cool. fan but I'm. Definitely a huge Marvel fan. It's yeah. been it's Definitely. been a blast. It's been a blast, and it's and, and I think a lot of people were concerned about the end of um, an era with um, Endgame happening. But I think right now yeah. Phase Four has been yeah. been a blast. It's it feels fresh. It feels fresh. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's very different, but I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, folks, um, uh, we appreciate you uh, joining us in this grand detour that we took this week. We, we appreciate your patience with us. Uh, we will be uh, picking up where we originally set a course for uh, next week with yes. our overview of the <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. We are very excited about that. More pirate but, puns. you know, Disney More keeps bombing us with all this news, so we just really needed to catch up. Um, so we appreciate you uh, putting up with us for the time being. Yes, well... Yeah, much more pirate puns in the future. Yeah. Uh, but um, it looks like uh, it looks like it's time for us to get going. We got some some binging to do of those movies because now I'm just so no, hopped up just, on. Yeah, just, just go watch uh, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I really gotta sit down and I gotta watch. Oh, pirate. Do I have to watch the fifth one again? Do I? Okay, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna read this. I'm gonna read the Cliff Notes or something. Um, the Wikipedia. Anyways, folks, um, we really do appreciate your time listening to us and hanging out with us on the Hubgrass this week. If you do want to support our show, please go check out our Patreon. Uh, we have uh, a lot of uh, great opportunities there uh, for you if you want to support <laughs> us. Um, and uh, it's, it's great. We don't speak from experience because we don't have any patrons yet. So, uh, hey, be the first one. Why don't you? So, uh, <laughs> um, and also you can always check out our other episodes on YouTube or on Spotify or wherever you're listening to this because they're all together and we keep them together because that's pretty great. Um, if you want to check out uh, any of my stuff, you can check me out on uh, TikTok Correct. at unofficial Disney CEO. Correct. If you want to see Matt, oh, wow. you can you so check well. him out on uh, Instagram at Matt Arterberry. Yes, that's right. I'm not reading. I'm not reading off the cue card right now. Correct, Amundo. Wonderful. All right, or on uh, YouTube at Matt and Mary Kate. Um, and other than that, guys, uh, you can find us on our own on the Hubgrass Pod uh, Instagram. So until next time, folks, when we are yeah, setting off for folks. fairer seas, there's a great big beautiful podcast, <laughs> and it's just a stream away. We'll see you on the Hubcrest, folks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>